you know, people pay crazy amounts of money for medicine, supplements, vitamins, omegas, let alone doctor visits, medical insurance, hospitalization, and all other related expenses. It's ridiculous, it really is. Hundreds of dollars a month on a regular, consistent basis. Not a one-time thing. You don't just get those multivitamin supplements once. No. Once you start it, <laughs> you're on the payroll, baby. Not your payroll. The payroll of the pharmaceutical companies. You're the buyer. They are the seller. They own you. And you are the slave. It's how it is. Think about it. You pay them protection. You pay them your tithe offering. You pay them taxes. They're on the payroll. You work for them. Because you go to work. And then who do you give your money? Them. And why? Because they took something out of nature. Something that God created. Something that God, in his infinite wisdom, put on this earth to help you sustain your body, help you and enable you to live a healthy and fully functioning life. And they take all of those ingredients, mix them up together in their little chemistry lab, pour some pharmacia into it, which is another word for witchcraft, sorcery, just like the old hag in the movie crafts a potion, you know, stirring it with her little wooden spoon, <laughs> putting a little drop of nanotech in there for you, you know, something to really wow you, and then they put it, they put it in a pill form, put it in a box of 30, 20, whatever your monthly dose is, send it off to the endpoint store, and there you go. Month after month, you just keep coming back for more. The sorcerers, the witchcraft. You think it's good. You're grateful. You go, oh my god, I love those vitamins. They're so good. Oh, those medicine, yeah, NyQuil. Oh, I love NyQuil. NyQuil is like, is like heaven. Well, no, it's not, actually. It's more like hell. I don't see Abraham and Sarah going around savaging for vitamins and supplements. No. I don't see David walking around. Oh, doctor, oh, doctor. Where art thou, doctor? Where is my omega-3 supplement? I need my vitamin D supplement for my bones. No, none of them do that. No David, no Abraham, no Moses, not even the apostles. Nobody actually, except you people. Because you've been all duped. You've been lied to. You've been misled. You have been mistreated by your own kinsmen who lied to you false messiahs and prophets. 
What is a Messiah if not someone who promises deliverance? God has many Messiahs. The Bible is full of them. Even Cyrus, the king of Persia, is a Messiah. Not to mention Yeshua, the ultimate Messiah. But who do you trust? Not the God's Messiah, but man's Messiah. They promise you, take this. You'll feel better. Yes, take this pill. It will make your life so much better. You're like, okay, like shut up and take my money. Right? And you keep giving them more and more and more money. You go to a doctor. Even with your insurance, you still got to pay your co-payment uh, or whatever it's called. 30 bucks, 40 bucks per visit, 100 bucks per x-ray, 500 bucks per MII, not to mention 1,500 bucks for one night at the hospital. It's not about you, and it's not about medicine. It's a business. It's about money. All about the Benjis, baby. But you love it, because it makes you feel good. They put a drop of morphine in it for you. So you go, oh, oh yeah, baby, give me more of that good stuff. And that's how they talk. That's how you talk. That's what they put in your movies, on the commercials, you know, on the backs of the buses, in the bus stops, and all the billboards, in the songs, in the radio. And you think that this is reality. You think this is how things are supposed to be. But it's not. But when you think something has always been that way, you just accept it. You don't wake up in the morning and think, when did we start doing things like this? See, if you did, you would stop. Because you would go back to the source, the very, very beginning. You would seek and see what is the first thing. Where is the beginning? What is the purest form before we became so corrupted and manipulated? But you don't do that because you don't care. You would rather pay hundreds and thousands of dollars to witch doctors who put their potions and spells on you, which they do. Yes, it's not some made-up, you know, hocus-pocus conspiracy theory. That is literally what it means. But they make it so bluntly open and they don't even try to hide it, so you don't even believe it. <laughs> See, the best place to hide is in plain sight. That's what all the governments do. They put out all these movies with evil presidents, evil vice presidents, all these evil schemes, V for Vendetta. So you think, oh, it's just a movie. It can't be that bad in real life. Well, actually, the movies are censored. Real life is much, much worse. You have no idea. But yet, you would rather believe and put your trust in some hidden government, some super government with nanotech and manipulation and worldwide surveillance and dominance, some hidden governments that hides in the shadows because they are hiding what they do, then you would trust in a God who doesn't hide, who stands in the light, who publicly claim and proclaim that he is the creator of heaven and earth, the maker of you, the maker of every single atom and everything that is built from those atoms. But you don't want him. 
You don't want the one standing in the light openly and publicly, but prefer to trust in the one hiding in the shadows, privately, conspiringly, and give them all of your money. You would give a doctor hundreds of dollars per visit for the off chance that he can actually help you with something, but you would never, ever offer to pay someone in order for them to pray for you. Isn't that interesting? You would pay a doctor just to see you, just for his time, and yet you ask people to pray to you, pray for you, for free. When was the last time you tithed unto God for your prayers? You just want us to pray for you. When was the last time you went to a doctor and said, Doctor, I want you to treat me for free. I want you to give me free medicine. I'm not going to pay you. No, doctor, I want to see you for free. Give me your time for free. Come on, give me your observation. I want you to look at me. Here, I'll take my robe off. Look at me, examine me, put me in your machines, put me in your x-ray MRI and do it for free. You don't do that. But you ask us to pray for you for free. Why is that? And when God does answer the prayer and you get miraculously healed, do you pay him? Do you tithe unto him? No. You just go and say, oh my God. Well, this is just like, this is just like a biblical miracle. And you go about your life just like Bibi Netanyahu did on his way to his public speech at the House of Representatives in the days of Obama when he was about to rebuke him about the Iranian deal. He was sick. His nasals were blocked. He couldn't even speak. All of a sudden, he got healed. And he made a mockery. He said, well, it was just like a biblical miracle. But did he give glory to God? No. Did he tithe unto God? No. Did he give God the glory? No. He just made a mockery out of it and went about his day and his agenda, which is what the anti-Christ does. Anti-Messiah. Anti-God. Anything that tries to be God, which is your doctors, the pharmacia, the pharmaceutical companies. You don't need God. We got you. Just sign right here and you'll be fine. Just sign over your soul and we'll give you everything you need. And you love it. You fall for it. Nobody forces you. They told you to sign. They cannot sign it for you. It's you that wanted to sign. And yet Abraham when his nephew Lot was taken along with all the people of Sodom and he went to rescue them from the other kings and he came back and a man by the name of Melchizedek who was the king of Salem, Shalem, which was the original Jerusalem and he was also a priest, a Kohen unto the Most High God, Adonai, the creator of heaven and earth and he came to him And even though Melchizedek was no part of this rescue mission, Abraham recognized it, that he was a priest to the Most High God and gave him a tithe of a tenth of all the treasures and all the possessions that they have recovered along with all the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. He didn't go to his doctors. He didn't go to his psychiatrics and psychologists and his gurus and his psychics on all of the other messes that you do, your palm readers. No, he went to the priest of the Most High God and gave him a tenth. He said, hey, I just made some money. Here you go. 
this is my tithe, 10% of everything I just made. Why? Because he recognized who God is and where the victory actually comes from. See, whether we pray for you or not, you get healed, glory to God. You know, all of this medicine are really pseudo-medicine. You know what that means? It means they don't actually do something. It's not a magical thing, but God gives it the power to work. Do not be confused. We know that God will deliver powerful delusions on all of those people who reject the truth so that they might believe the lie. God is in control of everything. Nothing happens unless he allows it. And in most cases, unless he ordains it. Whether for good or for evil. At the end of the day, everything is for good for your repentance. But if you reject God, it will not be good for you. So who do you want to vote for with your money? The witch doctors or God? Because it's very clear to see. Just open your monthly statement at the bank. How much money did you tithe unto God? And how much did you give everything else? The evidence is in <laughs> your bank prints. Don't tell God you love him and you believe in him if you do not believe in him, in his promises, his deliverance, his ability to deliver you, to protect you, to provide for you. If you do not trust him, trust in him. Many people say, oh, I believe in God. Well, you believe in me too. You hear my voice. You know I exist. That's what they say, really. Oh, yeah, I believe there's a God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you believe in God? Do you believe he rewards the righteous and punishes the wicked? Do you believe in eternal condemnation for those who die in their sins? And eternal life for those who love God and follow his commands? Well, you cannot love God and give all of your money to the devil. If you're married and give all of your money to your mistress, do you really love your wife? You hypocrites, liar, liar, pens on fire. That's what all of you are. You've been so conditioned. You're so gone. You, don't, you can't even tell your left from your right. Repent. Open your eyes, you sluggards. Wake up. Judgment is coming upon you like a thief in the night. And you are not prepared. You are not ready. And I'm warning you, unless you repent, and give everything you have to God, you will most definitely be destroyed. Repent, you fools. I wanted to speak with you today and share a message of hope. It's an age-old message, nothing new. It's a promise for you and me that God has given every last one of us to encourage us and remind us that there is something more than here. Now these are troubling times, but we've been down troubling times before. So as Solomon would say, there really isn't anything new. It might be new to you, but it ain't new. God's been doing this since the beginning of time, reminding men that there is a bomb in Gilead 
There is a hope and glory. There is a ram in the bush. And there is a sacrifice reminding us that when we can't pay the debt, God can. God can. Giving us ever an opportunity to be redeemed if we want to. So weeping may, David said, endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning, and this is your morning. David said in Psalm 22, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? So far from the words of my groaning, oh my God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, and I'm not silent. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. Shemai, O Israel, hear, O Lord, our God is one. You are the praise of Israel. And you, our fathers, put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. They cried to you and they were saved. And you, they trusted and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men despised by the people, all who see me shaking their heads. There he is. He trusts in the Lord. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. Have you been mocked like David in your job, by your family, your friends, the strangers, in the home, the politicians, the actors, the athletes? Have you been persecuted? But blessed are those who were persecuted before you, those prophets. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you, even at my mother's breast. From birth, I was cast upon you. From my mother's womb, you have been my God. Not all of you can say that. Do not be far from me. For trouble is near. We used to say in the South, trouble in my way, I gotta cry sometime. I lay awake at night, weary eyed, but that's all right, because I know Jesus is fixing after a while. Many bulls surround me, David said, strong bulls of Bishon encircle me, roaring lions tearing their prey. Open their mouths wide against me. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It has melted away within me. My strength is dried up like a posture, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. Dogs surround me. A band of evil men has encircled me. They have pierced my hands and my feet prophecy of Yeshua. I can count all my bones. People stare and gulp over me. They divide my garments among them and cast their lots for my comfort. But you, O oh Lord, be not far off. O oh, my strength, come quickly. Help me. Deliver my life from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lions. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. And I will declare your name to my brothers. In the congregation, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. 
How are you praising the Lord in your distress? Are you giving him the glory in your stress? Oh, have you forgotten? Isaiah recorded in chapter 43, but now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by the name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. And when you walk through that fire, oh, you've been in the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Have you forgotten that? Do you remember who you are? Called out? Chosen? Picked? Appointed? To declare his name and his glory? When Paul was writing to the Corinthians, when they were going through the upheavals of their faith, the challenges, Paul declared this message to them. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Remember this, because you are not alone in your sufferings. Remember this, because God is there in the dungeon, in the prison of your struggles. Now if the ministry of death, which was engraved in letters on stone, came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at the face of Moses because of its fleeting glory, will not the ministry of the Spirit be even more glorious? For if the ministry of condemnation was glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry of righteousness? Indeed, what was once glorious has no glory now in comparison to the glory that surpasses it. For if what was fading away came with glory, how much greater is the glory that endures? Therefore, since we have such a hope and you've got it, we are bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from gazing at the end of what was fading away. But with their minds were closed. For to this day, the same veil remains at the reading of the old covenant. It has not been lifted because only in Christ can it be removed. And even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers the hearts of the people. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil, the veil is lifted. It's taken away. It's through Christ Jesus that that veil is lifted and taken away. For Jesus says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men Unto me. Rejoice, for he is risen and risen indeed. Some folks would rather. Paul said, Beloved, I show you a mystery that we shall not all sleep, but we will be changed 
in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. You see, brothers, it is more than this earthen vessel, more than wood and brick and stone and glass, more than bone and flesh and sinew. You've got a house not made by hands. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. I go to my father's house to prepare a place for you. And where I go, I will come again to receive you. He's got a place for you. It may not be in a mansion in Beverly Hills. It may not be at a beach house in Hawaii. But he's got a house that's eternal. It costs you nothing but the blood of Christ. Be encouraged. For we have this treasure in these jars of clay. Surpassing powers. Not from us but God. We are hard pressed on every side. But not crushed. Perplexed but not in despair. Persecuted but not abandoned. Struck down but not destroyed. And we carry around in our body the death of Jesus. So that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in this mortal body. So death works in us, but life works in you. Don't you see? God's plan is not to hurt you. God's plan is not to harm you, he tells Jeremiah. But to prosper you. My thoughts towards you are good. I started out You can believe this A long time ago That no matter what and there is No matter how long in my No matter who or when You are got the victory In Jesus to make Jesus Because one day We will lift up our eyes Unto the hills And we will see our help coming Our help Is in the Lord Our help is in the Lord our help is in the Lord your help is in the Lord so rejoice I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple John said in revelations look he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him even those that pierced him and the people of the earth will mourn because of him. He's coming. He's coming back. He's coming. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? We shall rise again. 